This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Welcome to Radio Church This Morning. I'm Anne Thompson, I'm a Presbyterian minister, and I'm presenting this service on behalf of the First Church of Otago. And with me is Moira Thompson. Radio Church comes to you every Sunday at this time. It's led by people from the congregations in the inner city of Dunedin. Our thanks to Otago Access Radio for making this program possible. It's one of the longest-running radio programs in the country. We begin our service this morning with words from Psalm 82. Let us worship God, who acts as judge for the helpless and the orphan, who upholds the rights of the poor, who rescues the poor and the needy, who saves them from the hand of those who care little for justice, who lights up the darkness in which we stumble. Let us worship God. The first hymn we will hear this morning is from New Zealand and it celebrates the way that all creation speaks to us of God, the majesty of mountains. Come to pray, and you might like to join in the words of the Kyrie, Lord have mercy, Christ have mercy, Lord have mercy. Let us pray. Most high God, loving and gracious, we gather to celebrate your greatness, joining with all creation to sing your praises and offer you worship. You are worthy of adoration from every mouth, and every tongue should praise you. You created the earth by your power. You save humanity by your mercy. You make all things new by your grace. Source of life, word of life and breath of life, we offer our grateful praise. When we do not listen to your voice in the depths of our own hearts, calling us to love and forgive, Lord, have mercy. When we do not listen to your voice in our common life, 
calling us to welcome the stranger and create community. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. When we do not listen to your voice in the world, calling us to work for justice and to make peace, Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. The word is very near to us in our hearts and on our lips. In Christ, we are forgiven. Our lives are made new and our future of hope is restored. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Amen. Our next hymn asks God to still our minds and hearts so that we're ready to hear God's still small voice. Dear Lord and Father of mankind.
Today's psalm is Psalm 82. It speaks of a divine council where God holds judgment among the gods. God is telling them how to behave justly, how to stand up for the weak and the powerless. This is the way God expects those who have power over others in this world to behave. Listen to Psalm 82. God has taken his place in the divine council. In the midst of the gods he holds judgment. How long will you judge unjustly? And show partiality to the wicked. Give justice to the weak and the orphan. Maintain the right of the lowly and the destitute. Rescue the weak and the needy. Deliver them from the hand of the wicked. They have neither knowledge nor understanding. They walk around in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are shaken. I say, you are gods, children of the Most High, all of you. Nevertheless, you shall die like mortals and fall like any prince. Rise up, O God, judge the earth, for all the nations belong to you. Now, Moira is going to read us the Gospel for today, a story that will be familiar to many of you, I know. Listen to it again this morning. The Gospel reading is from Luke chapter 10, verses 25 to 37. On one occasion, an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What is written in the law, he replied. How do you read it? He answered, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and love your neighbour as yourself. You have answered correctly, Jesus replied. Do this and you will live. But he wanted to justify himself, so he asked Jesus, And who is my neighbour? In reply, Jesus said, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho when he was attacked by robbers. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him and went away, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down the same road, and when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. So too a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he travelled, came where the man was, and when he saw him, he took pity on him. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he put the man on his own donkey, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. The next day he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said, and when I return I will reimburse you for any extra expense you may have. Which of these three do you think was a neighbour to the man who fell into the hands of robbers? The expert in the law replied, the one who had mercy on him. Jesus told him, go and do likewise. Thank you, Moira. We'll listen to another hymn now reminding us of the wideness of God's mercy towards us and all people. There's a wideness in God's mercy. 
It started out by sounding like one of those shaggy dog stories that are often told, you know. There was an Englishman, an Irishman and a Scotsman. Or there was a lawyer, a doctor and a teacher. Only in Jesus' story, there was a priest and a Levite and for those who heard this story, the expected pattern would have been there was a priest and a Levite and then an ordinary Jew. But not this time. This time, there was a priest and a Levite and a Samaritan. That couldn't be right, surely. Because the punchline in these stories is always the same. The first two characters in the story come up short and the last one is the one who gets it right. Well, maybe, but there was a priest and a Levite and a Samaritan. That can't be right. So this is the way that Jesus told his story. A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho and he fell among robbers. Now that was not unexpected. It was a notoriously dangerous stretch of road. In fact, the strange thing would be that this man was travelling on his own. Most people only travelled that road in a group. So this lone traveller was stripped and beaten and robbed and left half dead in a ditch. And then along came a priest, and later a Levite, and finally a Samaritan. How might we translate that? And, and a Muslim? And a terrorist? And a, a black power member? Imagine if you were the person stripped beaten and robbed, left half dead in the ditch. Who is the last person you would expect to come to your aid? Who's the last person you would want to come to your aid? That's who the Samaritan is. So the Samaritan does everything that the priest and the Levite refuse to do. And he does it at great personal cost. Firstly, he was moved, not across the road to pass by on the other side, but moved with compassion, with that gut reaction that most often in the Gospels describes, describes Jesus' reaction to human need. The Samaritan binds up the man's wounds, just as God binds up the broken and the injured. And he uses oil and wine to clean and soothe the wounds, but Jesus' listeners would realise that oil and wine were also part of the temple sacrifices. Then taking the man on his own animal to the nearest town, probably Jericho, that put the Samaritan himself at great personal risk because Samaritans were often subjected to violence when they entered Jewish towns. And then there was the question of paying the accommodation costs. People with unpaid debts could be sold into slavery, and this man had been robbed and left with nothing. But the Samaritan left his own money with the innkeeper to cover the immediate debt, and he promised to repay the final debt in full. The Samaritan used all of his available resources, oil, wine, cloth, animal, time, energy and money, and risked his own life to save the man. He did this for someone who could do nothing to help himself, someone who had nothing to offer, 
who had done nothing to deserve it, who didn't even have a claim of common heritage with him. In fact, he did all this for someone who was his enemy. Does that remind you of anyone? For the early church fathers, it was plain obvious that the good Samaritan was a figure for Jesus, who gave his life and all his resources to save us when we were helpless and hopeless because he had compassion on us. Jesus told this story because the lawyer had asked him, Who is my neighbour? Did you notice the way that Jesus didn't answer the lawyer's question? Before the story, the lawyer asked, Who is my neighbour? And at the end of the story, Jesus asks, Which of these was a neighbour to the man who fell into the hands of robbers? He was not interested in giving the lawyer or giving us a neat guide on who out there counts as my neighbour. Rather, Jesus says that the most important thing is to make sure that we act as neighbour to everyone we meet. Whether or not we think that they are our neighbour, Jesus' invitation and challenge is to make sure that we are their neighbour. Who is my neighbour? The lawyer asked. In the end, Jesus says, never mind that, are you a neighbour? The shift in emphasis reveals again Jesus' desire that we become bearers of love everywhere we go. If our hearts are full of grace, mercy, compassion and love, both for God and for everyone else, then we won't be asking who is my neighbour because it won't matter. The question becomes irrelevant if you are yourself already being a neighbour. Amen. We come to pray for others and ourselves as we reflect on the story that Jesus told. Let us pray. God of love, give us a deep love for you so that we can see the world as you see it, feel the compassion you feel, and be a people whose lives embody your love to others. So, open our eyes that we might see what the Good Samaritan saw. Grant us the insight to see the need in others, the wisdom to know what to do, and the will to do it. We pray for all those who in many and various ways have been stripped, beaten and left for dead. We pray for children who must grow up in the most awful of circumstances, especially for those starved of love or food or shelter or security. May they receive the future you have planned for them. We pray for those we might cross the road to avoid who've been excluded socially because of their race or their financial status or their history. May the dignity that is theirs be restored to them. We pray for those whose need we would rather not face up to because it requires action of us. Those who suffer atrocities because of war, unjust trade rules or oppressive governments. May the world receive a true picture of their suffering and the factors that cause it, 
that justice may be done. Open our eyes so that we may not cross the road from human need. Give us a deep love for you that we may see your love at work in this world and that we might go and do likewise. In the name of Jesus, who loves us, rescues us, heals us and restores us. Amen. Our final hymn this morning is a well-loved hymn of praise to God who has ransomed, healed and restored us. Praise my soul, the King of heaven. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.